Greetings, beautiful people all around the world. Thank you so much for joining me. So soon, we have almost come to an end of January. And I believe you're still holding on to your faith. Our faith in Jesus Christ is everything we need. Just yesterday, our man of God, Reverend Dr. Chris Oyakalumi, said something very significant about faith when he was ministering during your level specials. He said, your faith is so important and with faith you walk in righteousness said with faith we walk in righteousness so is our faith that helps us to walk in the righteousness of god today is the 29th of january 2021 and i believe your faith has not failed you because mine has not failed me keep holding on to your faith Glory be to God. First, I want to express my gratitude to my dear man of God, Reverend Dr. Chris Oyakulumi, for making the messenger angel available to us each and every single day. See, the Rhapsody of Realities have been a witness to people all around the world for years. And we can't say anything but to say thank you to our man of God for making himself available to be a tool of a vo- a tool of God to witness our Lord Jesus Christ to people all around the world. Say thank you so much. So we are taking our rhapsody reading for today, and today's message is entitled "He Loves You Personally." Our team scripture is coming from Matthew ten verse thirty. The Bible says, "But the very hairs of your head." all numbered hallelujah pastor says when we say God loves you what does that mean to you what is love love is that endearing love value of a person that gives you a sense of his or her importance to you as the object of your favor therefore that God loves you means you are special and valuable to him praise the Lord you are so valuable to him that he takes a record of even the hairs of your head Jesus said every hair of your head is numbered notice he didn't say counted that means every strand of hair from your head has be, has a code number from God <laughs> praise the Lord praise the Lord Wow. If, if let me pause at this point and say something about what our man of God is sharing with us. If you think about it, you realize that God has paid so much attention to us, so much attention that, that we think He does. Sometimes we tend to feel like feel like God is not with you. God is always with you and he's not just with you he's paying attention to every detail in your life sometimes you wonder the kind of things God will actually correct you about things you never imagined that he would be concerned about yes we should not put God in the box and see him in the eyes that we want to see him but we should see him in who he says he is this is amazing every strand of our hair 
Why would he be concerned? Because he loves us. He he loves us and he pays attention to us like a mother pays to his to her newborn child, to her baby, to her children. God is a loving God. And just as we love each other, as we love our children, this is how much God loves us. And even more, even more. Praise the Lord. So wherever you are, just know it's a personal issue when we say God loves you. I know by now you should know the value of that message to you. None of them, Pastor says, falls off without him recording it. This is the care of God for each one of us. If you understand his love for you, all that he all that crying and feeling sorry for yourself because of what you are going through will be unnecessary. You give you give no room to selfishness and greed. He cares so much for you. He loves you personally and in particular. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. No. Pastor says all the selfishness and greed will end. Because you understand that God has not left you on your own. He He's taking care of everything that concerns you. And the most amazing thing is that he chose you to express his love. So be joyful about, about this message. Be joyful about what the Lord is telling us through a man of God. He cares so much that every hair that falls off your head. Imagine if you are a guy. <laughs> you know how many times you have cut, you have gone to the barbering shop just to cut your hair. And God was taking records of the every single hair that fell from the onto the ground. Even you yourself, you can't tell how many times you cut your hair. But the Lord is counting every strand. You know, you can you can never be protected. Feel much protected. You can never be secured anywhere than in the hands of God. Because his love is sure and pure. Glory to God. Pastor continues to say, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 27 says, Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. The word particular is miros, which is a Greek word. And it means individual parts, definite parts. The The amplified classic version says, now you are Christ's body, and individually you are members of it, each part severally and distinct, each with his own place and function. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, the eyes of God is upon us. The eyes of God is upon us. He can't take his eyes off us. As we have become the body of Christ we are his medium of expression we are his medium of reaching up to the world he he's not separated from us he is one with us and this is how deep it has become that we are one with Jesus Christ we are inseparable we we are his medium of communication and if we are one body 
if every part we are, we are fulfilling something, then the love of God should not be taken out of our hearts. The love of God has filled us so, so much. Because we cannot be the body of Christ and not have His love. So today I'm telling you to avail yourself to Jesus Christ. Avail yourself to His love. To express fully that which has called you to do. Praise the Lord. Pastor continues to say, Ephesians 5 verse 29 says, For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church, even as the Lord the church. This is wonderful. With all the fear and discouragement in the world today, the Lord is bringing you this message as an indication of his love for you. He is nourishing you through his word to lift your spirit and strengthen your faith. Because he cherishes you, you are special to him. The Bible says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Hallelujah. The word bestowed also means lavished. Lavished. The Father has lavished his love on you. It's love without limits. Glory to his name forever. Hallelujah. Today's message has made me so happy so so happy see if you can look at the things that is casually normally said to you with a different eyes with a different understanding your actions will be different your emotions will be different the way you will respond to matters will be different so there will be a different kind of result an improved result in your life and this is what our man of God has done for us today for us to appreciate the kind of love God has given unto us when we say lavish giving unlimitedly recklessly <laughs> I, mean, I, I personally couldn't ask for more I personally couldn't add to more because I know I'm secured forever. I'm secured in every situation. I am secured. I am well taken care of. Everything, as every line has fallen into pleasant places for me. And that is the same with you. Praise the Lord. We are taking today's prayer and I want you to say this prayer to me. Say, Righteous and loving Father, Thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. Your arms of love are ever outstretched to embrace me. And your love for me is unconditional and eternal. I walk every day in and with the consciousness of your unfailing love. Even as I have become a vent of your liquid love to my world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so soon we've come to the end of this segment, but we've not come to the end of this show. We take a short musical break, and we'll be right back with self-check segment of the Let's Talk Rhapsody show. Stay tuned.
thank you so much for staying with us welcome back this is the self-check segment of let's talk rhapsody i am pencil rebecca today we're talking about the year of preparation from this um, on this segment and this segment was this message actually is called from our meeting with our dear man of god reverend dr chris oyakilumi during his the your love world specials last night 28th of january well our man of god shared a lot of things with us but before i start talking about anything i would like to read to you from the book of ezekiel chapter 22 verse 29 so if you're with me i'd like you to open to ezekiel chapter 22 verse 29 thank you the bible says the people of the land have used oppressions committed robbery and mistreated the poor and needy and they wrongfully oppressed the stranger verse 30 so i sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me god on behalf of the land that i should not destroy it but i found no one therefore verse 31 i have poured out my indignation on them i have consumed them with fire of my wrath and i have recompensed their deeds on their own heads says the lord hallelujah so if you're listening to me you realize that um and this is judgment the lord is talking about but before the judgment came upon the lord sought for a man among the people of the land to intercede to pray to plead their case with him the lord but he found no man so he realized that in the intention of god was not to destroy the land but to save the land but because he found no man, he then fought, he then poured out his indignation upon them. He then brought the fire of his wrath upon them. He brought judgments in any form upon the land. Because no one, no one was among them to intercede. So the nations of this world are calling for prayer. When the strength of the people and the, the strength of the leaders are failing is a sign that we need to pray. And what you do not do when you see something like this is to sit down and just complain. What you must do in time like this is to hit your knees on the ground and pray. Pray for the nations of the world. You just don't sit in your country and pray for only yourself. If something should befall the nation, you will not escape it. You will also experience it. You will also have to deal with it. If something befall your nation, your loved ones, if you're a Christian, and it may not affect you, but your loved ones will be affected. And the will of the Lord is that everyone amongst us will be saved. So if evil befalls the nation and the people who are, we are called 
to minister to, to witness the gospel to our dying, then what is our gain? Our purpose here is to stand and intercede for our nations. What are we going to tell God? That I, I, I was in my nation, I was in the world, as the light of the world, as the salt of the world, and evil came and I couldn't do anything about it. So, and God, I didn't do anything about it. I just kept shut and I watched. Is that what he told us to do? It's a shame. I don't want to be such an example and I believe you also don't want to be such an example. This is a time for us to intercede for our nations. See, the Lord wants us to know that intercession is the right He has given to us. He has given us this right to present our cases, our issues before Him for intervention of mercy. For He is willing to release. The Bible tells us God is rich in mercy. And and he is not a wicked God that he will withhold withhold good from the people of this world. From the people he died for. He died on the cross for the people. So why on earth will he withhold evil, withhold good from them? But he needs someone to intercede. It's an opportunity to man. Intercession is an opportunity to man. So that evil will given to men, so that evil will not befall their nations, their family, and even themselves. Because he God. Because he is God. And he just can't sit down and watch evil and injustice to prevail. He will do something about it. But before he does something about it, he needs someone to stand in the gap. He did it with Abraham. You know, Abraham was standing in the gap for Sodom and Gomorrah. He was arguing the case. He was pleading the case with God. That he should not destroy the land. But only one man was found worthy, Lot and his family. Because of what Abraham did, Lot wasn't destroyed. You know, Look at Moses. He stood in the gap for the Israelites. When God wanted to destroy them, he said, No, Lord. Don't take your anger on them. He said he he was willing to be destroyed instead of them. So God withheld it. God himself did it for the world. He sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross so he can save the world. God stood in the gap himself when there was no man. You see, you can find it this word in let's open to the book of Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah chapter 50. Sorry, Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 14. Justice it is turned 
back, and righteousness stands far off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter, so truth fails. And he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. Verse 15. And the, the, then the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. You see, God, was, God is always angered. He's always, um, he, dis, he, dis, he feels disgusted towards injustice. And he's always unhappy when there's injustice on the land. So injustice moves God, moves God to, to act. So when man is seeing injustice, seeing evil, the rise of evil, it should move a man to stand in the gap. Or else God will do something. See, it, it moves God. You, sh- you should realize at that point, you should discern that God is calling on you to, to stand in the gap so that he can save the land. God wants to do something in it. Among Listen, verse 16 says, He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness, it sustained him. Praise the Lord. So, um, let's come to verse 20. The Verse 20 tells us, The Redeemer will come to Zion, and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob, says the Lord. Verse 21 says, As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them. My spirit who is upon you, and my words which I have put in your mouth, shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants, descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forevermore. Listen, the Lord, this this book was telling us about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The reason Jesus was released onto the earth because at that point there was no man to stand in the gap. God found no intercessor. Now salvation has been brought to all of us. God has done his part. So we have the name of Jesus Christ to stand in the gap, to plead for the nations. We have been given power to overcome. And we have overcome the world. Everything we are facing now, God, we have overcome it. But until we pray, until we intercede, we cannot execute it on earth. We will not see the manifestation of it. So when we see things like this, injustice and truth, laws being made against truth to make it look evil so that evil can prevail on earth, we should know that God is calling us to prayer. It's a sign that God is calling us to prayer or else judgment looms. Listen, it's an opportunity given to us to pray, to pray, to, to save the nations. What a glorious, what a glorious privilege to save the nations. The Bible tells us that we are the salt of the earth. By us, the earth will be preserved. The earth will not be destroyed because of us. So we can't just overlook it. We must pray. We must fulfill our calling. 
we must fulfill our assignments because God is trusting us to do that. Someone must stand in the gap. See, God is not pleased when there is no caring, no one is caring enough to intercede. He's amazed. But there is something I have come to understand. That God is not all seeing, you know. When we look at all the attributes of God, there is none that says that God is all seeing. The Bible tells us that God, and um, we re- we know that God is omniscient. God is all knowing, but God is not all seeing. Yet the Bible tells us in Amos three verse seven that God wouldn't do anything without telling His prophets. Thank you. God wouldn't do anything without telling his prophets so when God is about to do something he informs someone he informed Abraham about his plan he informed uh, Moses about his plan he informed Isaiah about his plan he informs his prophets he informs Jeremiah he informs he informed Daniel so this is God okay John the Baptist knew so this is God speaking when he's about to do something. He informs his prophets. So you realize that God's nature is not to say everything. But when he says something, it's because he cares. So he tells the prophets about his plan so that the prophets like the prophets can prophesy to the people. So prophecy is birthed out of love. Prophecy is an expression of God's wisdom against the schemes of the world. Prophecy comes before the fall. Prophecy comes before the fall. And I always say that love is greater than prophecy. And I say that for a reason because prophecy is birthed out of love. So before, because God loves us, because God cares, because God doesn't want evil to happen, because God doesn't want to, us to take the wrong path, because God wants to do something and he wants us to see the manifestation of his glory in our lives, he sends out prophecies, okay, to, 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 for us to war with it, for us to take charge, for us to do the right thing. his perfect plan to be executed so that is why prophecy is given and love is greater because love stands in the gap love stands in the gap love intercedes love pleads the cause you see a lot of people i i watched a movie and a woman her, her adopted son was was about to die so she, he was in a critical condition. The doctor had given up. But he went and she went inside and called upon the Holy Spirit. She started praying and interceding that the Lord will bring back her child to life. And it happened. Listen, love will move you to do something 
and the result of it will shock you. Whenever you are moved with love to act, whenever you are moved with genuine passion to act, the result of it is shocking. You will not believe your eyes what will happen. That is what happens when we pray. When we pray, there's an outpouring of God's love. There's an outpouring of God's mercies and intervention in a way that we cannot imagine. So when we pray, there's always results. We must persevere in prayer. So yesterday, our mother God, Pastor Chris, said something very significant and I can't forget. He said, the faith of this world is not dependent on those planning to to reset the world no he said no he said it's dependent on the prophets and the prophecies given unto us in god's word and he said the the timing god's timing will prevail why because we pray see the fate of this world is dependent on the prophecies The prophecies cannot be ignored because if we don't know then we'll live like any other person but this is God's wisdom against the world it's the expression of God's wisdom against the schemes of the evil one and because we know the Bible tells us that because of lack of knowledge the people perish so when we know we will not perish because what we will act we will act. We will do something about it. Okay? We will do something about it. Well, hmm. Listen. We are told to pray because the knowledge has been brought to us from our man of God, Pastor Chris, that the world is going in a direction that God never planned it to be because of what evil men and women trying to achieve their greedy and selfish agenda and if we do not pray it will go that direction even though there are prophecies given prophesying otherwise okay so what God does for us is he brings us to the knowledge then causes us to act then for us to then brings us to walk in his perfect plan so don't just sit down and say pastor chris is praying about it i am not maybe you're listening to me you're not a member of uh, of christ embassy or it's not a christ embassy bible the gospel of the Lord is not Pastor Chris's word. It's the word of God. Okay? And just God chose to express his will in these times through him for the benefit of every Christian. So don't just say, they are saying it. I I, I, I am not concerned. No. No, it's God's word. Is is God awakening us? So you need to pray. 
You need to take it seriously. You need to take it seriously. You don't just sit down and say, oh, others are praying about it. I see a lot of people pray for nations around the world. And it's uh, so, so, like, many people are praying. So you choose, so you sleep over it. No. You can't sleep over it in these times. When you read the book of Joshua, chapter 23, verse 10, it says, One man of you shall chase a thousand, for the Lord your God is he who fights for you, as he promised you. So you realize you all you have a role to play. He singled the man out. He said, One of you will chase a thousand. One of you will chase a thousand. So if you take yourself out, who is going to chase that thousand you are called to chase? You have a place and you have a role to play. You are not an accident that you are alive in these times, that you are born in these times. It's not an accident and it's not a misfortune. It's a time chosen for you to manifest the glory of God. God had it all well planned out. You have a place and he has given you a place. And you need to take your place, okay? And note, we cannot just end this by talking about it. No. It ends when we do something about it. Everything ends when you do something about it. You must first know before you know how to pray. If you don't know what is at stake, how will you know how to pray about it you are even going to pray wrongly so when the knowledge is brought to us it's for the benefit of us it's to guide us to pray rightly in that season to achieve the results that we are called to achieve hallelujah so when you're given knowledge and when you have the knowledge of something or someone gives you bring your attention to something negative that is happening okay and you have no ability to do something about it you have no ability to change it you know it's like giving someone food okay raw food like tubers and all that uh, to a person who has no fire there is no fire to cook the meal there's no fire to cook the food no matter how much or how many you bring to them they will still not be able to eat. They will still not be able to have the benefit of what you have given to them because they have no fire to cook it. So bringing the knowledge of God to, to us, bringing the knowledge and attention to something that is happening in the world without us having the ability to change it is like giving food to someone who has no fire. You will never have a meal, okay? But God, the Bible says, Jesus in the book of Luke chapter 12 verse 29 he said he came to send fire on earth and how he wished that fire is already kindled and this is the time for that fire we have the fire that the fire to burn to make a product out of the knowledge of god given to us for the whole world to have the manifestation and the benefit of it Mm? with a little salt to taste with us, oh my God, the world will be a perfect place. It will be a great place. 
But that fire burns when we pray with the word of God. When we pray his word, there is a perfection that takes place. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, I need you to understand that this message, we cannot just sing about it. We cannot only talk about it. Okay, we cannot only sing about it. We cannot only act about it. We must also pray about it because it's the prayer that accomplishes it. So we have to do a lot of things to to send the message across in any medium, whatever medium you have, whether you're dealing with arts in every way, make sure you do something to express this knowledge you have about what our man of God is sharing with us so that we can send the message across to the world in different on different platforms and in different mediums to the understanding of all kinds of people from children to any age so that everybody can have this knowledge and so we can pray to accomplish it yeah that's when we have a full meal to enjoy hallelujah so thank you so much if you joined me for this session i i am very grateful that you took time out to listen to this message very so i'm so grateful and i want you to share with others you need to share share with others so if you have a question you can leave your question in the comment box and before i go there's something that i always like to do if you're listening to me and you are not yet born again i would like to lead you to our lord jesus christ okay so listening to me i like you to say the salvation prayer after me say oh lord god oh lord god i believe with all my heart in jesus christ son of the living god i believe he died for me and god raised him from the dead i believe he is alive today i confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Congratulations if you said this prayer with me. You are now a child of God, okay? Get yourself a Bible, okay? Hard copy Bible, soft copy Bible, hard copy Bible, okay? Get yourself a hard copy Bible and, um, okay, also download the Rhapsody of Realities devotional app. It's so, so important. Tell someone about CE Tunes, okay? Tell someone to download CE Tunes and listen to the Word of God. Listen to inspirational music for that person to be guided every time of our lives because we need peace and there's such an, a serene environment a, a divine environment when you are with situs so thank you so much i'll come your way same time tomorrow with let's talk rhapsody god bless you have a glorious day